Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. What are you talking about? I'm not dialed into the entertainment industry. I live in the middle of the woods in Northeast Pennsylvania. I have my finger on the pulse. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where Amy's voice is gone and she sounds like sexy Phoebe. Sexy Phoebe, I like that. Do you remember um, Sexy Phoebe? I do remember Sexy Phoebe. Do you have Do you have the famous gonorrhea of the throat? I have a little gonorrhea of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I am here today with the wonderful and only Amanda Lipnack Radel. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Amy. It is a hundred percent sure that I am the only Amanda Lipnack Radel in the world. You are. Um, you are. I feel very, very confident in that. I'm. I'm also confident being the only Amanda Lipnack in the world and we're also here with leo your shoulder cat we are here with leo the shoulder cat he will be making he'll be sharing his thoughts i recorded the other day um on blady day fiance which was great loved it thank you about 90 day and i can't even remember what the word was but every time i said it leo like meowed oh but he couldn't hear what michelle was saying because he had headphones but literally every time she said something he was like meow Okay. 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 He he has things to say, so he'll join us too. I feel like I can't, like my gram used to say, I can't win for losing with this podcast because last week I had some wild audio issues Mm -hmm. and I was literally screaming in Amanda's ears the entire time. A little bit. We're better today. And now my voice is gone, but my audio is okay. So it's one or the other. It's one or the other. Here's the good news, though, guys. Um, I'm only recapping episode three. Right. Our next episode that comes out, Amanda will be leading. So you won't be hearing little frog throat. We'll hear time. minimal frog throat. I will get us through both of these. Yes. Yes. I got you, girl. All right, girl. Um, Anything going on before we start? Nothing terribly exciting. All right. Let's jump right in then. Let's go for it. Okay, so this episode is, this is Yellow Jacket Season 2, Episode 3, Digestive. So I looked up 
A digestive is an alcoholic beverage served after a meal with the intention of aiding digestion. Mm-hmm. So there if are you're many French. It is digestif. Thank you. There are many Welcome. styles: amorosos, fortified wines, brandies, whiskeys, herbal liqueurs. Yes. Okay. And it was a fitting title for the episode after. It really was. Two. It really yeah. was. Okay, if you guys listened to our last episode, you know the way we split it up is we're going to do the wilderness first, and then we'll do current time, and then we do end scene, which mm-hmm. is always something amazing. Yes. Okay. So in the wilderness, it's the day after the feast. We see Jackie's, like, bloody hand just dripping Ooh. blood. It's actually a bone. It's not, there's yeah. not even flesh left. They no. even ate between her fingers. They went to town on this corpse. Like, <laughs> went to town. I don't think I've eaten wings at that level in my life. Oh, I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is me with, like, a good chicken thigh off the grill in the summer. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Or Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. You know. I make, the be- I make the world's best fried chicken. I just want you to know. Okay. Do you do it in an air fryer? No. Okay. No, you do it I- old school. Old school. Okay, Old I've school. yet I've buttermilk brine the whole nine yards. Okay, I've yet to use an air fryer. So okay, okay. How are you, a woman of a certain age, and you don't have or use an air fryer? I'm an idiot. I don't ah, know okay. what's going on. Okay, so Coach is having some flashbacks of his life with Paul. He's got some Elvis hair, mm-hmm. and they're cooking some clam chowder for a family gathering. Okay, now I just want to say something. We get a lot of heavy-handed sexual innuendo here. And yes. here's what I need from you, Yellow Jackets people, cast, writers, whatever. Let's get some real, honest-to-God queer people to write these scenes. Right. Because this is not how people talk. It is not how people talk. That was the... First of all, I thought that looked more like chicken noodle soup than it looked like mm. clam chowder. But yeah. yeah, no, this was... I like the the going back to Paul. I like that we're getting to too. see that. I do too. I, I think that's indicative of Ben's mental state and his his time to leave this mortal coil. I 100%. I don't know if he does, but mm-hmm. this is clearly we're doing that. But yeah, this is not how two gay men hang out and talk. No, no, not at all. Mm-mm. Like it just feels like something lifted out of 1994. Do you yeah, know what I it mean? was weird. It didn't mm-hmm. fit. And usually for a show that is so on on track for creating character like they write really great teenage girl yes, characters yes. and write really great older women character older women jesus our age women characters yes. <laughs> but apparently gay not so much they yeah, do better no. they do better with thaisa and her wife and simone and i, Ty and Van I agree with than that. the two gay men yeah yeah it's yeah. really it's off-putting yeah anyway because he's like oh i know a few tech relaxation techniques Wink, and, wink. You were waiting for like, yeah, like it felt like it felt like it was like no. it felt like Cinemax after dark. It did, it did. Which if but you're I'm, a woman of a certain age, you're very familiar with it. Very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, yeah, but that that was being watched in our basement. A hundred percent. Okay, so outside, Natalie is shook as she sits and stares at the burning remains. Of, mm-hmm. It's not even burning; it's smoldering. Yeah. Ty comes out and she freaks out and she starts screaming that something ate Jackie. And Van is like, we ate her, dude. You ate her face. You were sitting right next to me. And Ty has no memory of this. And it makes her sick. She throws up. Inside, nobody wants breakfast because they're full. (laughs) 
so bad. Oh god. Nazi- I mean, it's not. They needed to eat, but like just dealing with the realization of all of it is is a lot. Like I've said before, them eating a corpse to survive is it nope, doesn't bother I have no problem me. with that. It's not no. a moral question to me. No. It's just the realization of it is unsettling. I don't yes. judge it. It's just unsettling. Yes, I agree. So Nat says she's going to move the body. She's going to take the bones to the plane and they can bury her in the spring when the ground thaws. Coach says, well, maybe Coach is throwing shade here. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you do that, it'll look like she died with the rest of them. Right. They didn't kill her, Coach. No, they didn't do anything no. wrong, but he's Mm-mm. real up up in it. He's judgy. And we learn later that he really hates them. So Yeah. Lottie and Travis try to help Nat pack up the bones and stuff, but she wants no part of them. So Lottie tells Shauna it's what Jackie would have wanted, meaning the eating of her, Mm -hmm. to feed you and to feed the baby. And Shauna looks at her and says, I wanted it too, and I feel so fucked up. Lottie says, don't blame yourself. And Shauna's like, I'm scared. I just feel like everything is out of control. And Lottie tells her, you're going to be a great mom and we should start preparing. And the girls decide we're going to have a baby shower, which I thought was cute. It was cute. I, I hate baby showers. I do too. I hate baby showers. I hate wedding showers. I'm not a fan. They're always cheesy. Almost always cheesy. Yeah. But I thought this was sweet. They're trying so hard to create a decent experience for her. And I thought it was a, a real kindness that they did it, but it was still awkward as hell. And again, and it gets real awkward. <laughs> and again, they're teenagers, right? They're doing their best. Yeah, they're children. Yep. yep. So they're prepping for the baby shower, and Ty has a conversation with Akila about Akila's nephew who was just born. And you know, this is what I love about this writing. Like, this is this is where they they do a great job. She talks about her nephew being born and how he was only four months old when she left, and like the viewer knows. That mm-hmm. kid is going to be like two years old. Yeah. And she's going to miss like the best parts of him. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really and sad. She, it is sad. And also her like studying for her SAT. Like they're, it's so, it's so interesting how they're trying to keep these girls in their place and keep them moving forward. They're trying to keep themselves moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't get, none of these girls have given up. No, 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 no. At no, all. No, it's interesting because I feel like if a, if a plane, if a plane load of 40-somethings, like us, went down, mm-hmm. some of us would just be like, just kill me now. Just get it right. over with. Let's just do this and be <laughs> I'm done. done. I don't, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to walk in the woods anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. So Mari hears the dripping again, and no one else does. And this is something we've we've heard with mm-hmm. her. Misty, meanwhile, is rethinking her process because she has no idea what an infant would want. And now we see the beginning... Not the beginning. It was kind of happening before, but the cement, cementing of Misty and Crystal's friendship. Yep. Because yep. They, they start talking and they're like confiding each other. And Misty's like, Jackie tasted kind of good. Yeah. And Crystal's like, well, it's not the first time I ate somebody. I absorbed my identical twin <laughs> in the womb. Oh, God. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Because I always feel like it's always a weirdo that has that story on TV or in a movie. A hundred percent. It's always a Dwight Schrute. Like, it's always, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. some... I don't feel like normal people have that experience or say that. <laughs> or or they, maybe it's just right, say Or that. they don't say it. Right right, right. 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 So then they talk about acting a little bit. And now the coach comes in. And he's a real buzzkill here. 
Mm-hmm. He's having visions of the team eating him. And then he has a flashback of Paul asking him to move in. Now, remember he told Nat earlier mm-hmm. um, in episode, or was it in season one? I think it was in, it was season, in season one. one. That Paul had asked him to move in with him and he said no because he's not out yet. He's still in the closet and it's, you know, one of the biggest regrets he has. So now he's seeing this, this actually happening. So it's a flashback of that moment. And he's hesitant to move in because he might have to go to nationals with the team. And Paul says, I thought you hated those girls. Mm -hmm. And coach is like pretty much like, yeah, they're terrible, but everything changes in my life when I move in with you and you don't get to you don't get to decide for me. And Paul's like, I think you better leave. So in my opinion, this is what really happened. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. He, they left on bad terms, which I think is part of his regret. I wonder if coach though started to love these girls while they were stuck out there, or if he's still very much like, I hate these bitches Um, or a mix of it. I feel like after the eating, the eating definitely changed him. But before (laughs) that, like, He's like, he seemed to really be genuinely bonding with like Natalie. Yeah. I think he was a reluctant leader, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only grown up out there. He's the only grown Could you fucking imagine? Oh God. Oh my God. I, I took a group of teens to Germany for a month and Ooh. that was a lot. Ooh. 19 months as the only adult in. No. 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 Mm-mm. Just put, put me on the ice floe. Send me out. I'm done. <laughs> I'd be like, just accidentally, quote unquote, accidentally kill me and then you could eat right. me and we're exactly. good. Okay. Exactly. You could feast on this for like a month and we're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So at the plane, Nat tells Jackie's bones. So she's like talking to Jackie's bones and she's like, you know, you're kind of lucky that you're gone because I have a feeling shit is going to get a lot worse out here. Mm-hmm. And she says, she's sorry they ate her. And then she said, but you know what? You may be the key to helping me, to helping us survive the winter. Suddenly, we see a huge albino moose. Which is gorgeous. Do you know anything about wildlife? Like, is this a real thing? I I have to assume that albino moose exist. Yeah, right? I mean, albinos of everything exist. There's like albino cats and stuff. So I I assume so. But the fact that this albino moose showed up, I was like, this isn't real. This is a Right, and the the albino of it makes it, you know, precious. Right, mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. literature and and yep. just symbolism of it. So Nat takes a shot at it, but misses, and then he charges the plane, but he can't get in. You know, with his his rack. I, I feel you, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 I do can't get in with my rack. It's fine. <laughs> I got a lot of rack problems myself. So then he charges the plane and he runs off. That night, Misty and Crystal are talking about how everyone lies. Meanwhile, Ty gets up and Van decides. I'm going to I'm going to approach her and talk to her. I'm going to talk to this other version of her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if I cut this loose, can I go with you? And Ty says, yeah. So Ty is leading the way through the woods. Yep. Van is coming up behind her and she's like, how do you know where to go? And Ty says, the man with no eyes shows me where to go. But I can only go if Thaisa lets me go. This right. is fucking creepy as shit. When she gets to be evil, Ty, her she gets these reddish brown eyes. So, like, it, I'm dying to know what the story is here. Are we talking mental illness? Are we talking pre- possession of some sort? Like, what is it? Because it's something. Um, I have a theory that I will get into about Ty okay. later. Okay. okay, cool. So, they go to a tree, and it has the symbol on it. And Van wakes her up, and Ty has no idea how they got there. 
Coach now dreams of an alternate version of his past in which he quit his job and moved in with Paul. And while they're hugging and kissing, we see news of the plane crash on Mm -hmm. TV. So that's how we know this is an alternate version. This version of himself, he says, is being true to himself and coming to terms with his gayness. Mm -hmm. At the baby shower, we see some of the gifts. (laughs) God. Van gives Shauna a changing teepee. Now, I never had a boy. Right. So I don't know what this is. I guess it's just a blockage. It's basically something you... you, It's a shield. You know, they say... (laughs) I I don't have children, but I've changed enough little boy diapers that basically as soon as air gets on a penis, that they start peeing. And so usually it's like you throw like a little towel or something over. So this is... To okay. put that over so he doesn't pee all over us. But we don't know if she's having a boy or a girl yet. Correct. Misty performs Sally Field's graveside breakdown about Shelby dying from Steel Magnolias. Oh. I knew immediately what this was. Did oh, you? same. Oh, absolutely. Like her first words, I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> For, hey, she did it beautifully. She did it amazing. It was damn near perfect. Yes. Yes. But I mean, also so inappropriate for her baby shower. <laughs> I mean, will she ever top the amazing Sally Field? No. No, of course not. But she came pretty damn close. She did. I was worried she would then launch into the freak out that Shirley MacLaine has in terms of endearment oh. when she has to get Deborah Winger the medicine. Oh my God. Give but- me God. Yeah. I was like, oh God, can we have every tortured mother pain thing ever? I'm telling you. Baby shower. Between <laughs> beaches, steel magnolias, terms of endearment, it's no wonder we're sane. Exactly. I'm telling exactly. You. Wow. So um Travis checks on coach and notices like, dude is not okay. No. He's the only one who hasn't eaten. He's starving to death. He is starving to death. Never mind. I don't understand how his leg didn't get infected. I don't either. Yeah. So Lottie gives her baby blanket with the symbol on it. Nat freaks out and reminds them that they found the symbol around a dead guy's body. And because Lottie's trying to say it's for protection. And Nat's like, well, if it's for protection, it failed because he dead. Right. I thought that was a good point. Yeah. Suddenly, Shauna gets a nosebleed and they hear a bunch of birds fall from the sky. As, As they do. Never a good sign, guys. It's, no, it feels biblical I, to me. It's not good. No, this feels this feels we're like we're coming up on some plagues here. This is not no a good thing. And then we have Tori Amos bells for her starts, but mm. I'll get to that when we go over the end scene. All right, now in current day, we have Lottie conducting some sort of ceremony, and Nat is snooping around. She runs into Fork Girl Lisa, who's beheading a chicken. I did not know this, but did you know Lisa is so the the actor who plays Lisa is transgender. Oh, I did not know that. And they were actually involved in a big lawsuit in Maine. It's funny because the actress's last name is Maines. Okay. She identifies as she, so I'll just say she. Her mm-hmm. last name is Maines, and she's from Maine. Okay. Okay. Cool. So she was involved in a landmark case up there. To get access to women's uh, bathrooms as a transgender student. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Yeah, and that happened, I think, in like 2014. So this girl's a hero, in my opinion. Yes, she's Mm -hmm. a badass. She's a badass. Plus, she's a great actress. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Acting person. 
I don't know what we're supposed to call actors anymore. I just say actor, I guess. I, yeah, I've noticed a lot. I've particularly noticed like Matt and Poodle when they speak of female actors. They mm-hmm. use the term actor and they're way more dialed into the industry than yeah. say you or I. Yes. So yes. I try to default to that. What are you talking about? I'm not dialed into the entertainment industry. I live in the middle of the woods in Northeast Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. That was I very rude of me. to dis- on the pulse. pulse. <laughs> very rude of me to discount the greater Scranton metropolitan area. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So she's beheading the chicken and she tells Nat about Lottie's quarters in the bigger building in the back and how it's locked at all times. So immediately Nat's like, mm. I'm getting myself in there. Yeah. So Lottie finds Nat snooping around and brings her out to show her the beehive. And she tells her, like, when a new queen hatches, she stings all the other queens to death. And it's natural. It has to be done. I hate bees and I hate birds. So I just gleam over I don't, this. I don't care for either. Mm-mm. Me either. I they, enjoy some honey, but bees scare me. They have nefarious intention, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're just out to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And birds are just out to mock me, in my opinion. <laughs> I was I was attacked by a bird when I was a little girl. Oh no! I was in a a pet store and I had a little. Remember those socks you used to wear with the little ball on the back? Yep, yep, pom pom socks. Yes, I was wearing those and a big, like this big, macaw. Okay, sure. Flew onto my ankle, and was like playing with the pom pom, and I was like five. Right. And I started screaming hysterical. My mother was like mortified. Right. And ever since then, I'm terrified of birds. So. Okay. I'll, yeah, I can see that being scarring and a little PTSD about birds. Yes. And that's why I love when Matt and Poodle get on the bird thing and Maddie hates them too. And I feel seen. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. My husband wants a bird and I have no interest in that. No. no. There's plenty of them outside. Todd, go outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go, go watch a bird outside. <laughs> exactly. Go visit your parents. They have a bird. We don't need a bird. There you go. All right, so in some kind of group activity, Lottie has Nat, Nat face off with Lisa and gives Lisa a fork and tells her, like, Nat really hurt you, and I want you to think about that, and I want you to even stab her back if you have to. God. Lisa just cries and hugs Nat and says she forgives her. You know what? Do you remember the last episode of Mad Men where Don Draper's at the weird commune? I sure do. If that scene reminded me of that, where that guy like poured his heart out, and Don just went and hugged him and cried, and you were just like, "Oh God, oh yeah. he's not doing okay." And how badly did you want to be the person that Don just went to and hugged and cried? I want to be everybody that Don Draper touches. <laughs> that sounds same. Actually, it doesn't sound dirtier than same. I mean it. I mean it exactly as dirty mm-hmm. as it sounds. You know, <laughs> lean into that dirtiness. Yes, same. exactly. Okay. So um, now we go to Ty. Ty is sleeping at the hospital. You remember they had the car accident. Mm -hmm. Simone is lying in critical condition. The nurse tells Ty they're not out of the woods yet. And we find that Ty has drawn the symbol on Simone's hand. Yeah. And she clearly doesn't remember she did this. No. In the bathroom, this is one of the creepiest scenes. Uh Uh-huh. Ty takes some pills and she's staring at herself in the mirror. When she turns away, the reflection is still there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and looking creepy. real menacing she makes some kind of hand gesture on her face and seems to be mouthing go to her i i rewound this 85 times yes so what it is is she's doing the mask like they wore at doom coming okay okay and says go to her which is why she need no she needs to go to van yes but she has to find out where van lives 
Yes. Yeah. So Ty's campaign manager shows up and Ty takes her car. And right. we learn Ty's on Adderall. Oh, is that Adderall? Uh-huh. Because so Adderall the, keeps you up, right? Right. The campaign manager says the only thing they found in your system was Adderall and we can talk through that. We can explain that away. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to be a fixer? I would love to be. Oh, yeah. To have to have that smarts and that power. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we go to Misty. Misty's heading down the dock to meet with Walter for the fake FBI interrogation. She asks Walter, do you stalk everyone on the citizen detective boards? And he's like, no, but I've been impressed with you for some time. Mm -hmm. He owns a boat because, quote, you never know when you need to leave the country sans passport. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. I love him, too. So... She sees the witness heading over and it's Randy and she's like, oh, fuck. And she runs and hides. Right. And they hook up over Bluetooth so Misty can feed him questions. That's fine. I love a good Serenade de Bergerac. I do too. I, I, do I too. tell people that at work all the time. I'm like, if you need me to Serenade for you, I will text you or will, you know, slack you or whatever exactly what you need to say. I love it. When I was younger, I was obsessed with that movie Roxanne with Steve Martin. Yes. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. So Walter questions Randy. And he, Randy assumes it's about Jeff. And he's saying, is this about Jeff? Yep. And Misty just lets that go by. Mm-hmm. And they start hounding him about Natalie. And then in one of the greatest scenes ever, he hits him. And it's it's brilliant. It's the weirdest hit, too. It's so fantastic. <laughs> I put it on our social media, guys. Check it out. It's hilarious. If you just want to relive that great moment. <laughs> so then Walter gets a little crazy and he pulls out a bone saw and Misty's going, what's that for? What's that what? for? And he finally gets Randy to admit there were some people hanging out by the soda machine and they bought up all the Fanta and they were all wearing purple. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. And then Randy leaves. Later, Walter and Misty brainstorm what the purple people can mean and Misty realizes they must have used a credit card in the Fanta machine. Why would you think that? It would never... I- like, I forget that vending machines now have credit cards. Right. Because that's a new thing. And these are people who surrendered all their personal belongings. Right. So why do they have I credit cards? I feel like they would have a credit card. Unless maybe when they go out on missions, they get a credit card. Maybe Lottie gives them the company card. <laughs> the company card. <laughs> the cult card. Do you think there's a special <laughs> bank for culting, for cults? So now Walter's like... You know, why don't you tell me why you're shitting all over my theories about Adam Martin? And Misty lies and says, well, I'm friendly with Adam's mother. And when he became an addict, it was really hard on her. And Mm. Mrs. Martin doesn't deserve to have that come out. And then in this exchange, we also learn that Walter just borrowed an old person to go to the nursing home where Misty works. Which we suspected anyway. Mm -hmm. Now we have Shauna. We need a business of rent an old person. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. You okay. see, that's a trope we see in shows all the time. Rent a kid. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you get to rent an old person? Exactly. So now we have Shauna and Jeff. They're having breakfast, and he remembers a few years ago when she bought some strawberry lube. Because mm-hmm. he's still trying to grapple with her having an affair. Yeah. And he's like, it had to have been the strawberry lube. You wanted to try it, and I didn't. And she goes, you said that stuff is for bisexuals and goths. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. Of course, of course, Jeff is just a little homophobic. Now, I have a question about Jeff that I, I wanted to ask you. Yes. What do we think about him? Because I feel like he was the it guy in high school. Am I wrong mm-hmm. about that? No, I think he was the cool guy because Jackie was the cool girl. Right. So, like, so she would only have dated the cool guy. Right. And I get that what they're trying. And he was the homecoming king. Yes, he was. Thank you. So they're trying to get to he peaked in high school, right? Obviously. But I don't feel like somebody who was like a player in a player in high school would be against things like strawberry lube or like, you know, playing around and role playing and stuff like that. Like, I think they're making him too nerdy, I feel like. Maybe he's just gotten nerdy as he's gotten older. Or maybe he was able to, like, be the cool guy because he was able to fake it well enough. Because think about his best friend was Randy, who was a total nerd. Right. Right. It's weird. It doesn't. Yeah, he's, it, there's he no doesn't co- entirely track. He doesn't track. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And everybody's like, he's getting a ton of press that, like, Jeff is this adoring husband. And I'm like, he read her journals and blackmailed them. He's not on the up and up. Why are I we do- forgetting this? Right. I. I I hope we don't totally drop that because at some point we need to know about the the crazy Russian mob person who yes. gave him the money and all of this or that he owes the money to. And yes. There's – I'll be curious to see how they wa- wrap all of Jeff up because he at this point he feels unfinished. I agree. I agree. I feel like his edges are fraying. He's somebody I just can't like get – wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that moment, Shauna told, tell, told him he was no fun and he said – that was the moment I chose to be this boring version of myself. Shauna says, the affair wasn't about you. It was about who I felt like when I was with him. Did I talk to you about that interview I did with the clinician who said that great thing about an affair? No. So for work, I was doing this series, Ask a Therapist, where I, okay. I ask questions to these therapists. And this one therapist who's a, an expert in infidelity, she said something fantastic. She said... Oftentimes, somebody is not seeking out a partner to be with. They are seeking out somebody that they could be another person with. 
Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah, they want to be another person. They don't want to they be want with an entirely different person. experience, right? And live a different life than the one they're living, right? And it's hard for the person who's been cheated on to yeah. to understand that. But like, this is exactly what Sean is saying. Like, I wanted to be young. I wanted to be rebellious, and we mm-hmm. saw that with all the things she was having Adam do with her. Like, yeah, jump like off going the bridge, and you know getting someone to buy booze for them at a liquor store and all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So she says she just didn't want to be this boring version of herself anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they leave the diner and Jeff decides to turn left instead of right. Cause they're going to colonial, colonial Williamsburg. Williamsburg. <laughs> I was like, Oh Jeff, you're such a dork. Like <sighs> this is your way of rebellion and having fun. You're going to Williamsburg. What are you going to do? Make candles? Like, what What do you think is going to happen in Williamsburg? Now, as somebody who grew up in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. as you did as well, right? Yep. One of our field trips in elementary school was to go stare at the Amish. Mm, yes. Did you do yes, this? We did. Yes, we did stare yeah. at the Amish. Yeah. My mother took me to Williamsburg a couple times as well. Um, I've never been to Colonial Williamsburg. It's cool. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well worth doing, mm-hmm. but it's not a... It's not a place you're going to rebel by any means. They're um, in New Jersey. They're near Red Bay. I think they're in New York. Like, go to New York City. Yeah. Go to, go, like, go to a, a club in New York City. Up into club and go, go up or into go to, club. Or go to a sex club. Do something. Do something. You're going to have way more adventures in New York than you will in Colonial <laughs> He's like, Have you ever churned butter? And she's like, Actually, I did. <laughs> like, when you spent. Two years out in the wilderness trying to survive. You don't want to go back in time. No, no. She's, I think she's probably all about modern amenities. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she wants to rough it ever again. No, no, no. So they end up they end up hitting a guy, or they think they did. Mm-hmm. And they get out and they get robbed at gunpoint. Now, in the struggle, Shauna manages to get the gun from the guy. Mm-hmm. And Jeff rest, tries, then Jeff turns to her and tries to get the gun off her. And these two idiots are fighting over the gun and the guy gets away. He gets in the car and he just takes it and they're screaming and he's like, he had a gun, Shauna. And Shauna's like, no, Jeff, I had the gun. I had the gun. (laughs) This scene, this, we'll talk about this scene once we get to our favorites and least favorites at the end. But this is very clear that like Shauna has no fucks to give. No, she has no fear of anything. No fucks. If nope. someone murders her, I don't think she cares. Like, I think she is just living and going through every moment and yeah. never contemplating the potential risk to herself. Well, and some much of that, I'm sure, is from the wilderness. But mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a sliver of that that's from raising a teenage daughter. Because that'll do it to you. <laughs> that'll just bore down into the center of you and hollow you out and make you right. a shell of a person. At least you've heard that on the street. This that's, is not a personal experience at yeah, all. yeah. 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 <laughs> so Shauna says, my purse was in there. All of our quarters, which I thought was hilarious. Like, what, what do they need to do? Go to the laundromat? Like- <laughs> and Callie's stuffed animal that she had oh. since she was a little kid. So later, Jeff is at the gym and he sees Kevin. And he confronts him about why he's hassling Shauna. And Kevin tells him, look, dude, I have very good intel that your wife is having an affair. Right. And Jeff, here's one thing I do notice the writers are doing. They're very intentionally making Jeff and Shauna talk about the length of time they were together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 
even at one point um, coming up, Jeff says something about them having one child. This is our one child we have to protect. I wonder if he knows. I don't know. I I wonder if he knows that she had a baby in the wilderness. It's interesting. Yeah. So meanwhile, Shauna is taking a cab ride to a chop shop. This is later. Right. And she holds the owner at gunpoint and demands the minivan back. And he thinks she's like a meek little housewife until she describes in detail what it's like to peel the skin off of a human being. Oh, my God. This was so intense. This was fucking awesome. She was Uh like my hero in this moment. Uh And she really, 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 really wants to shoot this dude. Oh, my God. Yes. And she, I, I really thought she was going to shoot him. I did too. I really thought this was going to be her unhinged moment. Yeah. Of just finally letting loose. Yes. She is struggling with that gun and that urge to shoot that dude. Like I am mm-hmm. struggling with a third piece of pizza sometimes. Like you're just yeah. like, I want to do this so bad, but it will not be a good <laughs> decision. But I'd probably eat the pizza anyway. I would too. So she gets home, places the teddy bear or the doll or whatever in Callie's arms. And then he walks in and he wonders, Jeff walks in and wonders how they got the van back. He's like, oh, the Mm -hmm. minivan's back. Okay. Now, we're at the end scene. So the end scene takes place in both timelines. So Bells for Her plays, Mm -hmm. which is about the end of a friendship. The song is about the end of a friendship. Current day Lottie goes out to the beehive and finds all the bees dead and a ton of blood inside the hives. Someone approaches her and it's while they're, the the lyrics are, can't stop what's coming, can't stop what's going on, what's on its way, is what's on its way. And a follower approaches right at that moment and says, il vet de song, which means he wants blood in French. Lottie then realizes she's having a vision, snaps out of it, and the follower was really just saying, are you joining us for lunch? Mm -hmm. It's intense. It is. And then we have, we cut back to the wilderness and all the girls at Lottie's direction are cleaning up the birds and they're going to use them because Nat's like, don't touch the fucking birds. I wouldn't touch those birds. Right. That's what I would Mm -hmm. assume. Mm -hmm. I would not be down with touching those birds, but at the same time, these girls are starving. Yes. So. So that's the end of the episode. Uh, what'd you think overall? This is probably my least favorite thus far. Okay. Um, the first time I watched it and I rewatched it for this, I don't know. It just didn't feel complete to me. It felt like it was just trying to move stuff forward without anything yeah. really big happening. But you need those episodes. Yeah. In every in every story, there's always just something that's pushing us forward, but not. But it's pushing us forward to four and five. Yes. Which a lot happens, and I understand from you, six is. Even more, but I, I, I didn't want to watch it before this because I didn't want it to Im- impact I know. Me. I didn't want to, but I did, and it just gutted me. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I've seen some of the stills, like, on Instagram, yeah, it's, so it's I have a sense of what's coming, but don't know yet. So at the end of each episode, Amanda and I talk about what we love, what we didn't love, so did you want to go and talk about what you love first? Sure. I loved Ty's acting both times of realizing that she'd eaten Jackie mm. and the acting of evil tie with the mask of yeah. go to her. Um, I think, I think both young and adult tie are just killing it on both ends. Yes, I agree. And this is what we were talking about where I don't feel like the show needs to rely on supernatural elements, but these Mm-mm. are, 
like her seeing her reflection in the mirror and turning in the other one doesn't is an example of when it's used well. It is. It is. And I, I just, like, I love both of those scenes. What was your favorite thing? So what I, okay. So mine's a little in depth. Okay. That's fine. So what I'm loving is there seems to be like a theme emerging for each episode, right? Mm-hmm. So the theme for this one seems to be acting and who we are and like, are we true to ourselves or are we not? And what is the facade that we put on and what mm. isn't? And we see okay. this with Misty and Crystal talking in the beginning. And Misty says, I'm always in awe when I can see someone becoming someone else. And Crystal looks at her and says, it's not that hard. Yeah. And then we see Misty, like she's always trying to become someone else. She tries to be wanted and needed. She's trying to like be a cop. She wants to be important to people at the nursing home. And she just isn't. And then Shauna is acting and suppressing her badass self. But Jeff sees her becoming someone else when she wrestles the, gu the gun from the carjacker. Callie sees them both becoming someone else. Jeff is trying to act more spontaneous and not being true to himself. They almost die as a result. Nat is trying to act like she's believing in this cult of Lottie's, but we know that she doesn't. And then Lottie is trying to become someone else, and it looks like maybe she is the only one who has succeeded. So I feel like mm -hmm. there's this idea of who are we really and what is the mask that we wear. I like that. I like and that. And we also saw this in episode two where Nat and Lottie have a face-off over whether or not Shauna should be in the meat shed with Cor Corpse Jackie. And Nat is on team, it's not healthy. And Lottie's on team, it's not healthy, but it's what she needs to do. And we see that throughout the episode. Ty's mm -hmm. taking a bunch of drugs and shit to stay awake. Not healthy, but necessary. Right. Travis trying to halfway die by suicide. Not healthy, but he thinks it's necessary. Callie... Approaching a random man in a bar, bad decision, but necessary. And then eating Jackie. They don't want to, but they Dude, have but to. But it's so necessary. I think like if we pay attention to what the characters are saying, one of them always kind of gives away what, what the, theme, the theme, is. theme is. I like that. That's mm -hmm. good. I hadn't picked up on that. I did I did like the Misty, it's hard to become somebody, and Crystal's like, it's not that hard. I want to know what Misty's family life was i hope at some point we get some flashback me too because we know what nat's life was like but yes something was not happy at misty's house either for misty to be who she is so i want to know what that was well and something that was interesting is we have not seen the, any of the family's reactions to this plane going down nope and i would love to see some of that like we met jackie's parents what were they like when that happened right we see how broken they still are yes because of it yes um which of course they are of, of course, course they are of course yeah um but yeah i would like to know what the families did um like even paul yeah what was his, what reaction, was his reaction to reaction? his boyfriend that he just sort of broke up with but didn't really break up with who knows mm -hmm. what they did but they yeah. did something yeah how did all these people react i hope we see some of that me too so what are you not loving i didn't love the carjacking Oh, okay. I, I like the fight car, Jack. Well, the, the reason I didn't is because who wants that car? Yes, yes. That did, very you know, good. and I know who wants that car. And I know that like the most car jack or stolen car in, in America is like a Honda Civic or something. Like it's something mm -hmm. you wouldn't imagine. Yeah, but the parts are because there's so many of them. The they want them for chop shops. Yeah, but it. Just, the, I was like, no one wants that minivan. That's kind of true. 
No one. I don't want. I don't want a minivan. Period. But no one wants that minivan. Yeah, that's kind of true. It is. Yeah. It's. It's a minivan that's like rusted out and shit. And the guys mm-hmm. even like take it. It's not worth it. Whatever. Right. Exactly. Here. Other. I think you know. Save for Shauna's or uh, Callie's stuffed animal. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And all the quarters. We need them. Oh, the, don't want to lose the quarters, right? So what I'm not loving is the symbol. Like, I just... Oh. The show is so good. Like, it almost doesn't need these supernatural elements. And I feel like they're trying to really force that on us. Which is where this, I'm getting, like, a feeling, a similarity between Lost. And right, her. which is scaring you. Mm-hmm. Scaring me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't want this to become Lost. Yeah, the, the symbol feels like they're bashing us in the head with it over and over and over again and right now we still don't know what it means and what it what it what it means so it feels like yes we get it we don't know what it is right right are you going to tell us what it is are you going to continue bashing us in the face with it well this this is interesting because let's go into conspiracy corner for a second okay okay yes i'm starting to wonder so i went back and watched the pilot again okay because i really wanted to see the opening scene with mm-hmm. Pit Girl and the Antler Queen. Right. I feel like the girl running is Lottie. I just can't help but feel that way. I know it's not because the person dies. Right. So then I'm thinking, okay, so who else looks like Lottie? Mari? Mari. Right. I it's, think it's Mari. It's got to be Mari, right? But this got me thinking, what if Lottie is the good guy here? Mm. Leo agrees. Leo agrees. Yes. Um, Leo feels the same. Like, I just feel like maybe we're in a big thing of misdirection and we're assuming Lottie has the, is the antler queen or we're assuming she's evil in some way because right. she's running a, a cult now. But like, when you think about it, she really hasn't done anything wrong. No, she's a little, I mean, she's very woo woo. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with woo woo. Um, but that is possible. So, one thing I read is that when they filmed the opening scene, when you see the whole troop of the antler queen and the antler people are with yeah. all with all this like chainmail on them, I'm like, where'd the chainmail come from? But again, yeah. the most well stocked random cabin in the woods <laughs> yeah. probably has it in there somewhere. Um, I read that the only person who is actually at the filming that is in the show is Misty, young Misty. Mm-hmm. None of the rest were the actual cast, mm. and they did that in part so no one knows. Who was there? Who wasn't? What's coming? Well, and I feel like it could be a little bit of Ackman's razor. Like the the simplest mm-hmm. explanation is what it is. Why yeah. is it not Evil Ty? Why do we not think Evil Ty is not the antler queen? That's a really interesting. Like, I'd never occurred to me, but yes, it could evil. very well. <laughs> right. We know she's evil. Right. And we know evil comes in and out. That's right. a really interesting point. I had not thought about that. And then I started to think about like... Maybe this is something that comes out or needs to be attacked in some way when they're all together and they're all slowly being drawn to Lottie's camp. Right. And so mm. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like maybe Lottie, maybe they're, we, everybody assumes Lottie is evil. And I think it's right. because we see how Nat reacts to her, which Nat's going to react like that to anybody who's woo woo because she's so cynic. She's cynical. She- She's a cynic and she had such a horrible childhood that like, she just Mm -hmm. doesn't trust anybody. Yes, I agree. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like all we've seen Lottie really do when you think about it is heal people. Yeah. And call a bear to them and kill them to kill it. Like, 
I like this. I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder if Lottie's not as bad as we think she is. Oh, I can't wait to see. I know. And then Shauna, you know, she's got a taste for the flesh now. She could be a two. She could be a two because Shauna is fierce. Yes. Yes. And I don't think that just happened in the woods. I think that's who she is. And I think the woods is bringing it out in her. I agree. I agree. All right, guys. Guess what? We have a website now. Woohoo! I saw it. It looks fantastic. Thanks. I didn't design it, but yeah. You know, oh, okay. Whatever. It's okay. Uh, littlemissrecap.com. You can go there. You can subscribe there. You can find your, you know, our podcast on any of your favorite feeds there. You can even leave reviews there. Woo-woo. So I like cool. a review. I, yeah. I noticed you you continue to be at five stars, ma'am. So far, so good, you know. So far, so yeah. good. I'm liking it. Yeah. Guys, leave a review if you can so my mom's not the only one leaving reviews telling me how great I am. <laughs> <laughs> and me i might have left one maybe <laughs> my mom does that all the time she'll be like wow this is so great amy and i'll be like thanks mom <laughs> <laughs> hey if you don't have your mom doing it for you yeah then what the hell we got right so follow us subscribe share the share the share the joy share the spread the word exactly please all right amanda tell everyone where they can find you Instagram, my friends, at Amanda Lipnack, L-I-P-N-A-C-K, at Instagram. And I've been popping up on uh, Bloody Day Fiance from time to time, um, filling in for Robin as he's working on a very big book report of some sort. And um, Sounds like Robin's pretty important. It does sound like Robin's pretty important. (laughs) I don't actually know what he does, but he seems to be important. So that's where you can find me. Okay. And I'm at Amy Archer Writer on Instagram, Little Miss Recap on Instagram. And you can also find me on Pink Shade. Yes. A lot of the times. So Yes. And particularly this coming up mm-hmm. on Monday. Yep. On Monday, you'll be hearing myself and Kimberly of A Date with Dateline, Twin Flames, talking yes. about the latest episode of The Other Way. So. I will be curious to hear the two of you. I don't think your voices sound at all the same. Well, my voice definitely doesn't sound the same now. <laughs> In particular. So it'll be, it'll be cool yeah. to hear the two of you together. Yeah. All right, Amanda, thank you so much. You're welcome, Amy. See you soon. Okay, guys. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.